Another week of podcast fun. Welcome to my little shitty cabin in Cramper Creek, Alaska. We got a good show for you this week. A little a little tragedy at Club Seal here in uh, Crapper Creek over the 4th of July weekend. We're going to talk the video game Animal Crossing, but adding butt plugs. Yeah. The mayor will be in for a presidential quiz. I'll do some stand-up comedy, and Maria will tell us why maybe having more sex could lead to more promotions. That's all coming up on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. Okay, well, here's the thing that's uh, happening. It's not the weirdest thing you ever heard of. Now, I know a lot of folks during this whole epidemic, coronavirus, staying home, whatever the fuck. Uh, you're playing a lot of video games. A lot of people are. But apparently a lot of uh, those video games are getting you, turning you guys into horn dogs or something. I don't, I don't know what, but apparently that's happening. Yeah. I guess uh, here's. I guess we knew these two would come together somehow. But reported by Vice, there's a blend of you know the island getaway cartoon named uh, uh, nin- that n- Nintendo did, and enabling ass play. That's right. They are combining the technology of Animal Crossing with butt plugs, electronic butt plugs. <laughs> so uh, now there's a clip that gives a pretty clear idea. Yeah. It shows the game being played, and then when they do something, certain the butt plug starts to vibrate. So, I don't. Is it your reward, like gathering coins? I don't know much about the game, but plink, plink, plink. Oh God! Oh God! So you you gotta, I guess, sit there with a butt plug in while you play Animal Crossing and hope you do something right, casting a fishing line and reel it in, chopping down a tree. I don't know. Both of them in the video sent the butt plug buzzing along across the table. But now uh, the guy that does this is butt plug sex toy control project leader Kyle McCullis. Yeah, that's a thing. Butt plug sex toy control project leader. Is that on his business card? So, hi. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, they're saying now they want to hook it up with multiplayer games too. And the way he sets it up is a little creepy. He says, well, it'll be uh, like... Uh, you know, it could be implemented so another online player can set a pitfall trap on an island which lets someone else fall down and then set off wild, hard haptics in the game as you flail around in the dirt hole. Wow, that... Now, when you say dirt hole, you're talking about the hole in the ground, right? Not the, the no-go hole. Because that would be another good one, the dirt hole. That's another... <laughs> that would be a great analogy for your... Yeah, you know, ah, do you like taking it in the dirt hole? Only when playing Animal Crossing. So I guess now you can get this and you can hook it up and they're going to hook it up to other games. God forbid they do this with Call of Duty because, you know, when that Uzi goes off, you're looking at multiple orgasms probably, right? From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Okay, welcome to the cabin once again. I got the windows out. It was warm, but uh, I've got... The screens and the mosquitoes this year are just crazy, man. They're insane. <laughs> the little bloodthirsty Nazis with wings. Uh, by the way, the giggles from the back, that is the one and only Mayor of Fairbanks, Alaska, uh, the Honorable Mr. Jim Matherly. Uh, Mayor, how are you doing today? I would prefer to be known as Michigan J. Frog today, please. Oh, hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my right-time girl. 
<laughs> one, one of the, the best kids. One yeah, of the best listen. ever. Chuck Jones at his absolute finest. That is that is by far one of the best cartoons ever, is it not? Uh, fully agree with you. Oh. Loved it. I laugh every time I watch it. Every I time. It a zillion times. Every yeah. time. Anything Chuck Jones. Have you seen what they're doing now? They're uh they're redoing the Looney Tune cartoons, but uh uh, Yosemite Sam doesn't have guns anymore. And, uh, I saw that. And uh, Elmer Fudd carries like a sickle or something. I don't know. <laughs> they, I hope they don't take away the Acme Anvil from the Coyote. Right. No, I think they just went through and cut off the balls of every character. Then, you know, neutered them all. Now it's all fine. Well, we still got the originals, thank the Lord. Yes, we do, and we can go back to those. (laughs) Of course, that's not why we bring the guy in here. We do it because we always have a weird contest or quiz for the mayor. Normally, we've done yes or BS or something else, but you, uh, it is an election year, and, uh, you know, a presidential one at at that. And now, boy, we find out Kanye West has thrown his hat into the ring, Jim. Kanye West for Yeezy for president. So here's what we got. I only pray we get at least one debate with all three of them on stage. Can you imagine the the ratings? Incredible. Huge, man. That would be like a viewing party. That's like an Oscar viewing party or the Super Bowl. So uh, they're also quotable. And that brings us to today's contest. Uh, These are quotes. Real quotes. You right. you just have to tell me, was it Trump, Biden, or Kanye? Oh, my gosh. I love this. Okay. All right. All right. I feel like I'm too busy writing history to read it. Kanye, Trump, or oh. who, who, was, who was that one? Uh, or Biden. You got, uh, you got all three of them there. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I, the way Kanye's talked over the years, I would say Kanye. Yeah. You win. Oh, my gosh. I won. Uh, I've never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. Oh, that's got to be Trump. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women are created by the, uh, the, uh, you know, the, you know, the thing. That's Biden. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. To be blunt, people would. People would vote for me. They just would. Why? Maybe because I'm so good looking. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's that's Trump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought I'd, I thought I'd get you on that one. <laughs> oh, I love it. Believe in your flyness. Conquer your shyness. Oh, that's Kanye. You win. Oh, my Man, God. you're killing it. You're killing yeah. it, Jimmy. That's Kanye. One of the biggest Achilles heels has been my ego. And if I can remove my ego, I think there's hope for everyone. Oh, my gosh. That's a good one. Uh, well, I, I know it's Trump or, or Kanye. Uh, well, the big, massive ego, they both have it. Right. Yeah. Okay. But I'll who admits Kanye it? Again. I got it again. Oh, my gosh. Yep. I won. <laughs> The number one job facing the middle class, and it happens to be, as Barack says, a three-letter word, jobs. <laughs> JB! <laughs> you win! Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Jobs. JB. Jobs, a three-letter word. Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. Where, where is, where's the, who's the little guy that ran for 
president, uh, data card. Ross Perot. Ross Perot. Yes. Oh, man, he was great, too, to you watch. Can't, he was great. Yep. Can't get blood from a turnip, see? <laughs> and Dana Carvey nailed it. Oh, Just yeah. nailed it. <laughs> My oh, fingers cool. are long and beautiful, as it has been well documented, are various other parts of my body. <laughs> That's Trump. You win. Oh, my God. I won. That's Trump. It's got to be Trump. <laughs> no? Yes? Uh, yeah, no. I gave you the claps. I gave you the thing for it. Now, okay. is, now is the time to heed the timeless advice from Teddy Roosevelt. Speak softly and carry a big stick. I promise you, the president has a big stick. Trump. No, that was Biden. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> I got them all but that one. <laughs> wow. There you go. All right, there are some others that were just too obvious. Uh, for instance... Oh, Kanye saying, uh, let's see, believe in your flyness, conquer your shyness. Yeah, you know, it's just. <laughs> oh, and he uses, uh, I want to be positive. All I want is dopeness. You know, that one would have been too easy. So you nailed it today. Wow, you were like nine out of 10. That is uh, Mayor Jim Matherly from the city of Fairbanks. Just a golf shot from us here in Crapper Creek, Alaska. Keep up the fine work, uh, Mayor, and we'll have you back again. I love it, and thank you. That was my favorite one. Thanks, Glenn. Oh, it's only because you won. Shut up. Hey, I got a quote for you. You ready? Yeah. Nothing in life is promised except death. Who said that? Those One of those three guys. Uh, Nothing in life is promised except death. <laughs> uh, I would say Biden. Uh, <laughs> Kanye said that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Holy cow. Holy cow. He said something brilliant. That was great. Thanks a lot, Glenn. I sure appreciated this. You have a good one, Jimmy. You too, bud. Okay, of course, hoping everybody had a great 4th of July weekend. Um, It was good. The weather was great. But here in Crapper Creek, we had a little mishap over at the nightclub, Club Seal. Little issue went down for their um, 4th of July extravaganza. Didn't quite go as planned. It's an Independence Day fireworks extravaganza this Friday night at Club Seal. Club Seal. Crepper Creek's hottest night spot. Only night spot. Club Seal. Sure, it's light all night, which is why this fireworks show is going to be held indoors. Get there early for a good seat as we draw the shades and light the fuses for what should be an unbelievable display of bright explosions and pyrotechnics magic. First 50 people through the door will each receive free fire retardant face shields and little mini fire extinguishers. Watch the bombs bursting in air right above your heads. Literally. So close you could almost touch them. Actually, you could touch them. But don't. It's Club Seal's 4th of July fireworks extravaganza. And it'll finish off with a grand finale. Hank Scratchum's 21 cherry bomb salute to our military. It's sure to blow the roof off the joint. Come out and celebrate America's independence and lack of good judgment and common sense. This Friday night at Club Seal, it will literally blow you away. Club Seal. Well, and of course, that went about as well as you would think it would go. So, Club Seal is burnt down now. We've got that. Fuck. So, we had to change the ad up just a little bit. 
It's a fire sale all this week at Club Seal. Club Seal. <laughs> Crapper Creek's hottest night spot. Literally. <laughs> After the unfortunate fireworks accident during the 4th of July festivities, Club Seal is selling off all their precious mementos, decorations, and other items, most of which are slightly damaged by fire and smoke and some water, but otherwise perfectly fine. Great items such as the Club Seal Jukebox. This completely gutted, charbroiled beauty is a real blast from the past. Complete with all of your favorite records melted together for longer listening. Club Seal. How about a full set of soot-covered bar glasses? Perfect for that extra smoky flavor when you're enjoying a cold one. An assortment of melted-down beer lights, bar stools, even a rare blackened stuffed moose head, and some charred remains of several small squirrels who were unfortunately nesting in the roof at the time. It's the Club Seal Fire Sale. Club Seal. Stop by for smoking hot deals. No, really. They're still smoking and a bit warm, so make sure to douse your purchase really well with cold water. All sales are final. Club Seal will not be held responsible for any further burns which may occur after purchase. Club, Club Seal. Uh, still cleaning up after the 4th of July weekend and well, we got the man with us, Mr. Carmine Apiece, all the way from the East Coast, celebrating his first Independence Day in his new home in Florida after moving down from uh, the Connecticut area. Carmine, how are you? Getting all settled in? Um, yeah, settled in. I'm uh, heading out you know, today to uh, get one of my gold records uh, glass replaced because uh, I, I put everything up in my studio area. I'm also putting up a black curtain in front of all the gold records that are on the wall. Let me ask, how many gold records do you have on the wall? Well, on the back wall, I have 17. Wow, okay. And then on the side wall, I got the singles and some awards. And then I got another three or four going up. Because actually, Leslie won't let me put the stuff in the house. She goes, the house is not a Carmine Memorial. Your guest house (laughs) studio. But I also have like a, it's a one bedroom uh, guest house. So I have the the drums and the gold records in one room where it's going to be the recording room. Or I might use it as an office. You know, it's uh, not a bad problem to have when you don't know where to put all your gold records. Oh, such, you know, I I feel you. Such third world problems. With uh, the holidays behind us, I did want to take a little quiz with you. Okay. You you ready for this? All right. Now, here's what we're going to play, and we play this every year on the show right around the holiday. Basically, I've got two lists of names of products. One is a list of actual fireworks, firecrackers that you can buy. Okay. The other list is sex toys. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) So here you go. So I'm going to read and you're going to tell me if it's a firework or a sex toy. Are you ready? Oh, okay. All right. Here's the first one. Candy cane. That sounds like a sex toy. It is a sex toy. All right. There you go. Here's your next one. Terminator. Oh, that's definitely a firework. Ah, look at him. Oh, here's one. Hoo-ha. Hoo-ha? Hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. That's. That sounds like it's a sex toy. Nope, nope, that's an actual firework. Here you go. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, here you go. Here's one. Optimum power. Oh, that's, that's a firework. Nope, that's a sex toy. It is. No kidding. Oh, you don't know what they do, right? I have no idea. I, and some of these, Carmine, I don't think I want to know what they do. I'll be straight up honest with you. <laughs> Angry cowboy. 
angry cowboy. Yeah. God, I'm going to say fireworks again. Yeah, that's right. Oh, good. Yeah, all right. All-American Whopper. (laughs) That's a sex toy. Yeah, wow. Uh, uh, Here's one, Mr. Twister. I think that's a firework. Not sex toy. I was going to say sex toy, <laughs> but, uh, but, I, but I've seen I've seen fireworks that, that twist around. Right, so. right. Well, you know. So uh, apparently, this one does too. Here's one: eight second ride. Eight second ride. That's a sex toy. No, that's a firework. You uh, knew. Oh, all right. I'm not doing good. No, no, no you're, hey, uh, yeah, you're, all right, here, I got one more for you. Whoa, daddy. Whoa, daddy's a sex toy. No, it's a firework. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> all right, some of the, uh, here's some funny. of, here's some of the others that would have given it away in the sex toy. Thrusting rabbit, naughty nurse, yep. happy rabbit, yep. falcon man rammer. <laughs> Sinful screw and lucky lady. Those would have been way too obvious. Carmine, I'll let you go. You have a great rest of the week. Now that I know you have a guest house, I'm booking my flight right after COVID and I'll be moving in. But I'll cook. I'll cook. Carmine, you have a great day. We'll talk next week. Okay, bro. This Maria. Hi, baby. <laughs> Hi, honey. What's up? All right. Um, you would love it if I made more money, right? Yes. Well, there's a great way we can make sure that happens. Oh, how is that? What is that? More sex! Why would that bring about more money? Well, uh, a study, Oregon State (laughs) University research said that both men and women, both men and women, who have sex at least once a day are more likely to get promoted in their job than other people. Okay. um, I mean, yeah, unless it's like uh, with sex with the boss's wife, then it's probably not. Well, I'm not, I'm just not sure promotion. I mean, where would you go? I mean, well, how the, would you get promoted? The researchers say it's because people who have that much sex are happier and it translates over to being more productive at work. And even with their extra job responsibilities, they still had a better work life balance than people who didn't have as much sex. I think you're pretty spoiled when it comes to that. I mean, compared to a lot of the couples I speak to these days, you're pretty spoiled. So you best not look a gift horse in the mouth. You called yourself a horse. <laughs> you wish I was a horse. All right, but see, now, and that brings me to the oh, next study. Here we go. <laughs> what? Uh, this one, they say, according to most recent scientific study, the average uh, men and women lie about the size of junk. American man, the average size, when happy, will say 5.1 inches. <laughs> I don't know. What, what do you want me to say? Uh, that's, they that's say, but if you ask... Uh, I well, that's what I thought, and I don't, you know, I'm not bragging or looking for anything. I'm just saying, wow, that seems way low. Seems, yeah, like diaper size. Wow, thank you. Well, anyway, <laughs> if you, here's the thing, though, uh, the what? survey asked men uh, and women, and men said the average size, uh, seven point two four. When they asked the women how big their significant other is, the average answer was 6.64. So somebody's lying. <laughs> <laughs> I used a ruler. I'm not, I don't have to lie. I know. <laughs> All right. We were drunk that night. That doesn't count. Certainly not going to advertise it. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. And two, uh, either the scientists have figured out the average size is five and a half actual measurements got it wrong or everyone's cool with that. They said that the uh, Australians, uh, overestimate theirs the most and Canada the least, but uh, Americans, yeah, average size 5.1. <laughs> they just got out of the water. Or cold I, it had, right? Thank you. <laughs>
All right, I got to go. All right, that's some cold water right there. <laughs> Come out of your shell, baby. Bye. <laughs> A little frightened turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Okay, we just had Independence Day, America's uh, birthday. Happy birthday, America. Yay, America. I am one of those who happens to be a proud American. I am very proud of our country. I've got a lot of family that are served in the military. I haven't because um, I have no balls. But for those of you that have, I salute you. I worship you. And you are my heroes because you do things that I just don't have the guts to do. It's pretty impressive. And, you know, you get a lot of young folks nowadays that actually act ashamed of our country, which is sad. You know, whether it be because they don't like the orange guy in office. Okay, I get it. Few, you know, four years, maybe this year, he'll be gone. Then will you start liking it again? You know, you can't just do it because of one guy. It's got to be the whole country. And this is a good country. And a lot of folks might say, oh, the racism. It's bullshit. Sure it is. But it's bullshit in every country. You think we're the only ones that have racism? No, it's, it's worldwide. And in other places, it's much worse than it is here. I mean, as a society, we have a long way to go, not just our country. But a lot of folks in other countries are still extremely envious of America. They may not. They may still think we're arrogant and obnoxious. And, you know, I get it. Sure. Okay. We are. But that's just because we're better than you. But besides that. There are a lot of things that they actually envy about us. Somebody on Reddit asked people from other countries to name the things they love and envy about America. Some great answers. Uh, One here, how diverse the country is, meaning uh, everything from the people to the food to the art to the architecture and the geography. We've got everything from cities to suburbs to rural areas, beaches to mountains, rivers, deserts. We've got everything in America, right? Another person said our freedom of speech and the fact that we can openly criticize the government. Yeah, a lot of them do. And they say horrible things that would have them killed or their head cut off in many other countries. Someone else said uh, the entertainment options. Oh, yeah. TV, movies, music. Yeah. Come on. We rule that. We've got Hollywood. Needless. We'd give it to any of you if you want it. You can take Hollywood. We'll give it away. Uh, How talkative and helpful we are in general. A bunch of people mention that because you go to other countries, they don't just say, hi, how are you on the street to strangers? They don't talk to strangers. Uh, thank you isn't even a big thing in a lot of countries. So if you think we're arrogant and mean, oh, no, no, go to other countries. Uh, here's the thing, folks. You might think America is filled with the Walmart, the redneck Walmart people, right? Yeah, there are. There are a lot of those people here. But every other country has their own version of redneck Walmart people. Every country has those slackers that just don't give a shit about their appearance, about how they treat other people, about anything. They have their fast food and they have their Walmarts and they have their TV and that's all they care about. They don't help their community. That, that, that's not just an exclusive thing to slackers in America, people. Uh, somebody else once uh, said here um, how big our houses and apartments are. And I can see that too. I've been to other houses in a lot of countries and yeah, they're, little, they're a lot smaller than ours. Ours are bigger. Our cars are bigger. Our apartments, one person in Hong Kong said anything over a thousand square feet is considered not just luxurious, super luxurious, a thousand square feet. My con, my, this cabin, this shitty ass little cabin in the middle of Crapper Creek, it'd be like a cool condo. I could probably sell it and rent it out to rich uh, Chinese dudes for like a thousand bucks a month. I mean, if they don't mind using a hole in the 
you know, outhouse as a shitter. I think they'd be okay with that. The fact that we can turn right on red lights. Free refills at restaurants, they mentioned. You don't get that over there. Over there, you even have to ask for ice, usually. Uh, the fact that we have NASA and SpaceX and we send people to the moon. Zip codes and phone numbers. They, they're envious of that. They use a combination of letters and numbers for their zip codes. They're not nearly as simple as ours. And their phone numbers, it's weird. Some, countries, some have like eight digits. Some will have six, some nine, some ten. All of ours are the same. And the last one, food innovations. One person specifically mentioned KFC's double down sandwich. Oh, yeah. If it can be deep fried, America owns the market on deep fried shit. We will deep fry anything, including shit. We will just deep fry it. Fair time's coming up. You know, uh, we're not going to have a fair, but you know, people are still going to deep fry everything from Oreos to Snickers to bananas and pickles, onion rings. Man, we will deep fry the fucking dog if we thought it tasted good. America. Well, time for the stand-up comedy portion of the podcast. Uh, Once again, we go to me. Why not? Because it's my show, damn it. So I can do whatever the fuck I want. So this was uh, recorded uh, a couple years back at the Blue Loon when I was talking about getting old, which I'm not real happy about when something like this. I love that intro, Jerry. Thank you. You guys ready to have some fun tonight? That's what I said. But before we do, here's Glenn. off the cuff, but I was doing a comedy show for a class reunion, and it was like one of my former classmates. It was They were freshmen when I was senior, so I was like kind of pumped up for the show. And I get up there, and it's at the Carlson Center. It's sparsely populated, not a big crowd. And right before I'm ready to go, the MC, the host guy, reads a list of all the kids who had died. And then had like a four minute of silence. And this is how it went. And now the comedian. <laughs> hey! Got something in there about killing kittens, you fucker! <laughs> I was young, stupid, old, now middle-aged. Next week, I turn 55. Yeah. Oh, I'm not really looking forward to it. I'm finding out all ready. Start to get a little older. I, I notice when I go to tie my shoe, I, I sound like a tire letting out air. <sighs> Remember you pick up money? The kid's like, penny! That's like quarters, a dollar. Mm. That's gotta be like somebody like debit card or raw diamonds. Or I'm, uh... Yeah, somebody See, I'm old school. You go up, you guys know, right? My dad taught me, you see somebody, Bill, how are you? You look them in the eyes, you shake their hands, good to see you. If you're Alaskan, you can cuss a bunch for no reason. That's when my dad did it, old crusty Alaskans, really greedy, they just cut, God damn it, Bon Anderson, Christ, you look good, you son of a bitch, what are you up to, you bastard? Well, Christ, been working on that D9 cat, son of a bitch, getting me trouble with the hydraulics, son of a bitch, shit. So I, I, but the handshakes changed, remember? Then it was this handshake and this handshake, and then it's a combo of several handshakes. Then it was the high five and the fist pump. 
I can't keep, I don't know which one to do. Got, we're all in the same boat. We don't know. You, how many of you have done this? You got to slap five and then fist pump and you end up shaking their fist. Yeah, you. I think it's like a new, like, rock, paper, scissors where a handshake beats fist pump, fist beat, pump beats high five, high five beats handshake. I think that's how it goes. But I'm not sure. I always get it wrong. And now it's the man hug. That's the thing now. We're all very sensitive now. Because apparently that's all you want us. So, so now it's the man hug. And it's got to be done right. You got to you gotta, you guys know, right? Starts with not this handshake. This handshake. Bring them in. Two thumps on the back. Bro. And that's what you do. You don't, it's not longer than that. You're not, there's not a, mm. <laughs> And the worst part about the man hug is when it's like somebody, they like, Lachlan comes in town, bro, oh, he gives me the man, I feel like a five-year-old. He's like six foot 12. It's like, ah, dad, you're old. <laughs> not a big man. Or, or when you see your buddy and you, he brings in for the man hug, and as you do it, you notice you see three other bros next to him. Now you gotta go down the procession. It's like you're greeting the Pope. And that wraps up another week of the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, all I ask is that you share it with five friends and please leave a comment. Uh, let me know what you think of the show, good or bad. I'll take all kinds of criticism. I got thick skin. What the hell? Uh, we'll be back to do it again next week. Want to thank all of our guests. We'll have more coming up. And remember, if you're a fan of Crapper Creek, well, check out our Crapper Creek general store. You can find it right there where you get our podcast at uh, CrapperCreekAK.com. Just uh, log on and go to the store. Get your Crapper Creek shirts, hats, coffee mugs. How about a beer stein or even a Crapper Creek thong? It's all there. Till then, we'll be back next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.